Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Well, very pleasant, good rainy Monday morning, everyone. Welcome into Life Planning 101 here on KTX KDY. Terry Slavens with you, joined as always by Angela Kennedy Robinson. Good morning, Angela. Good Monday morning. And I tell you what, um, you know, when you have two boys and it's muddy, and the two <laughs> boys are named Search and Destroy, aka nicknames. Yeah, they at least for some big messes, right? Yeah, they got so. Brett <laughs> to throw in there with that. I'm sure uh, yeah, he helps out. That's very true. Very true. Uh, no doubt. He's no, he's no help, right? So that's why they say motherhood is an extreme sport, and you have to like wear your workout clothes every single day. That's right. That's right. <laughs> You're ready for anything. So, Which goes hand in hand with our uh, conversation today for Life Planning 101. So Chris let me know a little known fact that this is actually the 300th episode since we've come back of Life Planning 101. Yes. 300. Yes, isn't it? Can you believe it? Can I you believe it? I wish you would let me so, know. We would have had a cake. Right. We, we could have had a cake, right? I did not need a cake. Maybe that's why he didn't let you know. Uh, you know, Chris is our health nut, too, so uh, in the office. But um, we have the perfect show for that. I, I didn't even know it when I was coining this article and getting things ready for this week. But um, we're going to be talking about financial literacy. Okay. And the question with financial literacy is where do we start? Because it's kind of like the boys in the mud. You got a big old mess. What the heck are you gonna do with them, right? Uh, you're gonna you're gonna start by making them strip down outside, and then you got those clothes to deal with, and yeah, it's just a huge Maybe mess. Maybe turn right? the hose on them, and yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, I think um, I, I go back and I'll I'll tell on myself. I'm gonna tell on my family a little bit, but I grew up with a financial advisor for a dad. I mean, this is a guy that started banking in the '70s, went into insurance, uh, went into financial advising and I grew up in that household so you know anyone thinking a child growing up in that household is going to have really good financial literacy coming out of school well something got missed along the way I'll just say it lightly in fact that's my passion part of my passion for being in this business today because it just got missed entirely now one thing dad taught us to be was savers I will say that he incentivized us to save you know we would be on uh, summer vacations and we go to restaurants and of course we always want the crab legs right I mean, right. what kid doesn't want crab legs everywhere they go and so he would tell us all right what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna give you a five dollar budget and you can use that five bucks at dinner however you want to use that five bucks and then when we go to the nice restaurant if you want crab legs and you've saved up your money then you can use that money for the crab legs right so you can imagine every single one of us at every meal got water and a grilled cheese <laughs> every single meal. And when we get to like Joe's Crab Shack or wherever we're going, guess what we get? Crab legs. No. No. Water and a grilled cheese. It's our money. It's different, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I mean, he did. I, I wanted to make sure, you know, people know, yes, he did teach us how to be savers. There's no doubt. But I sure didn't know what car insurance was. I didn't know how to go purchase a car. I didn't know what payments were. I got myself in a nine-line bind with my uh, car. My uh, I thought I could pay cash for that car so I can afford it, right? And that was my way of thinking about it, not the way of thinking about it that 
I have no credit as a, a teenager and my interest rate is sky high and um, my payment is so little. That makes total sense, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, there's all these things that were real big wake up calls. Didn't know I needed to get renter's insurance. Didn't file my taxes the first year I was out on my own. Okay. How, what do I talk about all the time, right? Wow. Oh, wow. Right. So, I mean, I'm really, I'm taking off everything. Let's you see the, the full skeleton here. But my importance of telling you this is that if I didn't know this stuff. Growing up in a household with a banker, insurance, right, financial advisor. Right. Dad. Who does? Yeah. That's kind of scary if you really think about it. It takes a mom and dad dedicated. And my parents were good parents. We have family meals. It wasn't like they didn't teach us anything. We just didn't make that our focus. And so it was just, I guess, assumed that, you know, you just know how the way the world works when you get out there. And I didn't know how the way the world works. I I didn't know anything about financial literacy. And we certainly didn't learn it in school. That wasn't, you know, somewhere that we did learn it. Even today. I mean, yes, most kids, and I know writing checks is a thing of the past for a lot of people, but you still need to know how to write one. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was smart enough. I was smart enough to balance a checkbook because then I had it. That's what I had. I had a checkbook. I had when I started working, I had to put my cash somewhere. And so I went and opened myself a bank account and they handed me that little checkbook. And I was smart enough to ask questions. But I asked. I had to ask, how do I do this? What do I need to do, you know, to balance the check? And I remember keeping my ledger and you never see that anymore. I no, mean who, who online banking. Yeah, who does that, right? Nobody does that. But it, it's a lost art. Really, because it teaches you so much, it teaches you to follow kind of a budget and you can see what you're spending every single month. And then you can know if you can afford something before the end of the month is up or not, or if you need to take from Peter to pay Paul. I mean, you, you can figure all these things out if you have some sort of budget, but we've gotten away from that as a world entirely because everything's on plastic, everything's electronic. And if we're going to get a budget, and I, I know this for a fact because I ask for them a lot, a lot of budgets, and guess what I get? An electronic version of something. <laughs> I don't know that it's really even called a budget. And if someone does make an effort at a budget, there's always a telltale sign. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you if you're thinking about sending us our, your information so we can start working with you, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. If you send me a budget form that rounds to zero on every single line, I am going to know that is not your budget. <laughs> that is a pure guesstimate, is all that is, right? And so it's, you know, we find ourselves a lot of times backing into budgets helping people figure out what they spend you know taking their taxes and working backwards Backwards. you know and that's how we figure it out but what's sad about that terry in my opinion is how do you know you can't afford starbucks every single day if you don't do it yourself how do you know where you can find the money to save for your kids college if you don't do it yourself. I can't find that in your budget. You'd have to find that in your budget. So there's a lost art in this. And financial literacy is the foundation. It's the bones. It's the bones of keeping success. We are so wrapped up in this country of being Americans and, you know, being anything that you want to be and be as successful as you want to be. But one thing we have failed ridiculously at is how to keep that success once we get there. So that's exactly where we're going to start today. Financial literacy, the bottom line, the foundation, the 
phones. And if it's not for you, maybe for your kids. If it's not for your kids, maybe it's for your grandkids. I guarantee there's someone in your family that needs to be listening to Life Planning 101 today. And you're not going to want to miss what we have to say. Segment two, Life Planning 101, financial literacy. Yes. Where do you start? And uh, unfortunately, this question should be asked by, well, everyone. Um, Young adults, adults, um, parents, grandparents. I mean, everybody's in this boat right now. I mean, if you think about... 2008, you thought that would have been a wake-up call for a lot of people with a credit crisis, right? But I don't think it has been because we're still not getting the mode of how do we teach financial literacy. And it brings me back to a quote by Hillary Morgan Fair, who said, what you tolerate today, you will accept tomorrow. What you accept today, you will embrace tomorrow. And what you embrace today, you promote tomorrow. So doesn't it feel a little bit like we've like skipped forward and now we're just making excuses for the lack thereof financial literacy? Absolutely. Right. That's what we're doing. And that's why. Because we tolerated it, we accepted it, and now we've embraced it. And so what can we do about this? Because the reality is, is, you know, I think about Dave Ramsey. You know, he's like Mr. Clean himself when it comes to clean up on all nine financial literacy, right? And he's teaching us this stuff. Why is he doing so well? Why is their association making so much money? Because we got a big mess, right? right? I mean, would that be really prudent if this stuff was being taught in schools? Probably not, or at the home. Probably better yet, right? And that reminds me of a quote by Harold Lee. He says, the most important work you will ever do will be within the walls of your home. True. Isn't uh, that true? true? Yes. And and why do we not want to talk about financial literacy? I think it comes from a place of embarrassment and shame and keeping up with the Joneses. But none of those are really great reasons because I shared with you my story at the beginning of this, right? If we were all willing to do that, with our kids and our grandkids, how much better do you think they'd be? But like you said, embarrassment. Embarrassment. You don't want to admit. No, nobody wants to admit it. But we're in the same boat. We've all been doing the same thing. <laughs> no, this is not. This is not something that someone is doing and someone is not doing. No one's just talking about it. No one's talking you know, about there's, it. There's people out there today saying, "Oh, all this time I thought Angela was the perfect financial literacy person, and now we know the truth." Yes, we know why she's passionate about it because she had a problems yes i was literally thirty thousand dollars in debt when i started in this business now i paid it off right but i was thirty thousand dollars in debt think about that okay really think about that so what are you telling your kids you know what do they believe about you what do they believe about the the truth of their budget and learning to do what they need to do right so we send our kids to school and we hope that they're going to learn everything they know in life we send them off to college maybe they even get a finance degree an accounting degree my gosh i have one (laughs) what did that do right so you know something's missing in all of this and it really i mean i hate to say this but there's no one out there to fill that gap but you right whether you're the parent whether you're the grandparent whether you're just the the seasoned friend you know that's been with the family forever or whatever that is if you want your children your grandchildren to be successful on every single level They have to have some type of foundation in financial literacy. Otherwise, they're building their success on a house of sand. The water's going to come rushing, and what's going to happen to that house? It's going to wash away. Yeah, that's biblical, right? 
So where's the rock in all of this? And we have got to find a way to build that rock in our country. We've got to find a way to build that rock with our children for this next era. So what do we do about that? You know, here's what I do know. I don't think you need to spend thousands of dollars to enroll your kids or you in some financial course. Yeah, Dave Ramsey, Susie Orman, they're going to kill me for saying that, right? But I just don't believe that. I think much of financial literacy stems from just understanding the basics of how the world works, so to speak. So what I'm going to do for you today is I'm going to give you a jumpstart list. I'm going to give you some questions. And these questions, there's 10 of them. They're really just basic questions. And here's the best part. You can take these questions, and if you don't understand them, you can Google them. You can send us a message and say, for example, where do I find the best budget to start with? Or what do I do about this? And if you get these 10 questions down, you know what's going to end up happening? You're going to have a great foundation for financial literacy, and you're going to leave your kids a legacy that they're going to be praising. I am so thankful that my parents taught me about dot, dot, dot. Right. Right? Wouldn't that be wonderful? I'm so thankful my grandparents spent the time with me to learn dot, dot, dot. It's so important, yet we don't want to talk about it. And who cares the reason why? It's the future that matters, not the past. Right? So when we come back, we're going to have 10 questions for financial literacy to help you jump start your family. Final segment, Life Planning 101, 10 questions for your financial literacy. Yes, and we are excited to share these with you. I truly pray that these are printed down, listened to over and over again, whatever it is, because this is just too important. This is just too critical. I mean, this would really set, you know, we always talk about setting up our children and grandchildren for success Here it is. This is the best thing you can give them, I think, outside their faith and their traditions and values, right? So um, it's very, very powerful. And if you are wanting a list of these, a comprehensive list of these, before I get into them, you can visit our website, www.kennedy-financial.com. Sign up for our newsletter, and it's going to be in this week's newsletter that comes out. So you're not going to want to miss that. So let's dive in, right? Number one, do I know how to keep a budget? A budget. You have to know how to keep a budget. Everybody thinks that's such an ugly, dirty word. It's not. It is a freeing word because if you know where you're at, then you know where you can go. If you know where you're at, you know which decisions you have to make. If you don't know where you're at, how do you know whether they're to turn right or left? You don't. You don't. And that's not having a budget. That's like going through life blindfolded. It's as simple as that. And by the way, when you're working through that, what is an emergency savings? What is important about emergency savings? What does that mean for you? Is it three months, six months, 12 months? Um, If you don't know that number, I highly recommend that you get to know that number and you make sure that happens because if something falls through on that budget, what's going to fill that gap? I found this interesting that 44% of Americans do not have enough cash to cover a $400 emergency. Wow. Wow is right. Why is that? Well, financial literacy. So number one, get your budget in order and make sure you have that emergency savings. Number two, do I know how to keep a check ledger and balance a checkbook? You think this sounds crazy? I would highly suggest to anyone that's trying to get their financial house in order that you go back to the old way of doing things. 
Keep yourself a ledger for a while. Watch your inflows and outflows. Track everything. Track your balances. See where you're weak during your month. See where you're strong. Watch when you write down Starbucks 10 times in a month and you start to think, whoo, that's that five bucks. dollars that, yeah. yeah, that was a lot of money, right? It'll teach you a lot about your habits and reveal some things to you to be able to help you get better for yourself in the future. Number three, do I understand how credit works and how to get and keep a good credit score? Okay, credit. Hmm. Nobody likes debt. You got to have credit. How do I say that more simply? Right. You have to have credit. If you don't have credit, you can't get a good job. If you don't have credit, you can't get a loan if you need it. If you don't have credit, how are you going to buy a house someday? I hate to see you save so much cash. You might buy a house when you're 50 at that rate, right? It's extremely important to have good credit. And you need to start getting credit when you're in your teens, parents, Help your kids get credit. And there's a wonderful resource. We have them on the show all the time. Seven Steps to a 720. Uh, Phil Tyrone's system. It's amazing. Uh, especially has a great program for young people to be able to build up their credit and get it started. Because it's really several components to that. So it's extremely important that you get it and keep it. Because over your lifetime, it can be worth six to seven figures. Wow. Wow is right. That's huge. Number four. Do I understand how credit cards and compound interest works. Okay. So pay interest upon interest. Right. Are you noticing something here? Are these topics really, really, really deep and no. overwhelming? No. Very no. basic everyday then, life. Right. And yet we spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on financial literacy in this country, learning it, cleaning it up. My point is Take these questions, do your own research, figure out how you can implement some good habits into your own life because they're extremely important and they're not overly difficult. Understand how credit cards work. Understand how credit card companies make money. You need credit cards because you need credit. I hate to tell you that, but you got to be able to know how they work so you don't use them the wrong way. It's extremely important. Number five, do I understand home, renters, auto, and liability insurance. Now, that one gets a little bit more complicated. Yes. Maybe you don't, but I guarantee you this. Your agent's going to be willing to spend time with you on that and walk you through what you have, what it means what you have. If something, ask him, if I have a claim, how does this work? Tell me about the different homeowner's claims. Tell me what it means if my house were to burn down. Tell me what it means if my pipes were to break. Maybe that's not even covered in there. Tell me what it means if another kid fell at my house. Would I be sued? That's under the, yeah, understanding the, those. This time of year, you own a boat and you take the, a bunch of friends out on a boat. That's right. That's right. Are you covered? That's exactly right. So understand in what ways are you covered from things happening, right? Number six, do I understand interest rates and payments and amortization schedule? Okay, I literally was helping a gal, this is gal in her late 30s, early 40s, and she couldn't understand how she'd been paying on her mortgage for seven years and really her balance hadn't moved very much. And when I showed her the amortization chart, she goes, wow, that's how that works? 
And every time there's an interest payment and a principal payment that comes out of that, and you must know how that works. And you need to know how interest rates are going to affect things. Because if you don't, then you're missing the boat entirely when you shop for mortgages or rates. And why are you working on your credit to get begin with? To get good interest rates, right? right? It's extremely important. Uh, do I understand the time value of money and compound inflation? Time value of money. If you don't know what that means, Google it. Okay. It is the three, four most powerful <laughs> words when it comes to money. Um, you can make money because things can do well, or you can make money because of time. Yeah. I tell you this, patience is huge when it comes to, to having successful finances. So, you know, that time value of money, the quicker you begin saving and letting that earn money to earn money upon the money that it earns and earn money upon the money that it earns that it earns, it works for you. Your money begins to work for you. It's a so, very powerful thing. Like we talked about with the compound interest on credit cards. <laughs> it's, it's to your favor, right? To your favor in this regard. Yes, exactly. It's, it's extremely important. Do I understand how taxes work? <laughs> I told him myself, when do I need to file? Where do I need to go? Here I was, you know, fresh out of high school, working my little rear off. And then someone says, it's taxis. I said, it's what? <laughs> it's coming out of my mouth. Are you loving this, Terry? I know you are. So it's extremely. And we got it recorded. <laughs> I know. It got it recorded. It's on the history books. It's extremely important to understand how taxes work. And if you haven't taught your kids about that, if you don't know about that, you know, get some help and understanding so you don't get in trouble. <laughs> Number one, uh, I luckily, I call it a favor of the Lord, had someone watching my back and uh, happened to be a CPA. So he says, oh, let's file an extension. It's like, oh, okay. I don't know what that means, but okay, got it. Uh, so, um, so yes, it is extremely important. Number nine, do I understand the basic legal documents? We've talked about this on the show before, but when you reach the age of 18 and if you were in a car wreck and incapacitated, no one could act on your behalf if you don't have the right legal documents mm -hmm. in place. So it's extremely important to have those basic legal documents if you have kids. You know, do you have someone named if something were to happen to you that would take care of your children? Just basic stuff, wills, your powers of attorney. And number 10, <laughs> do I know how health insurance works and if I need it? Wow. Yeah. This country, I tell you what, we got some major problems in that world. Yeah. And, uh, it doesn't pay not to have it. I'll put it that way. But you need to understand how it works because a lot of people go just for the cheapest out-of-pocket expense, but they don't have an emergency savings built up to be able to pay for something if something goes wrong and then it breaks down their entire life plan and then, right? It doesn't work anyway. It doesn't work the way it's supposed to work. So make sure you understand what you're getting when you get health insurance or understand what you have. Here's what I have to say. I think, you know, we all know this. Financial illiteracy is the elephant in the room. We right. talked about the reasons why shame, guilt, uh, just don't, you know, embarrassment, uh, don't want to share those horrible stories. But the real secret is this, you know, if you're willing, it only takes a few peanuts to get that elephant moving. I mean, these are 10 things that I think within the next week you could learn. Pretty basic. They are pretty basic. And think of how far they could take you and your family if you just talk about them, if you just go through them, if you see about how you can apply them. You know, there's a famous quote by Gandhi. He says, start today and be the change you want to see in the world. Be the change you want to see in the world. What do we want to see? Do we want to see this country's financial crises stop? Yeah, starts in the home. Starts with us. It's extremely important. 
Go to www.kennedy-financial.com, sign up and get this week's newsletter, Financial Literacy, Where Do I Start? Pass this on to everyone you love and care about. And let's get this train rocking and rolling. Get those peanuts a flying and get that elephant out of the room so we can brag about how far we've come if we're sitting here 10 years from today. Uh, God bless everyone. Have a great week. And we hope that you join in next week on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.